0: Well, good morning, Lindsey Avenue. Good morning. It's good to see everybody here today. We're glad to have all of you here. Glad to have a couple of uh, visitors. Uh, we all want to be here to follow Jesus, and if that's in your heart, then you're in the right place because that's all we're really trying to do. Uh, we did put out last week, and it was mentioned by Jeff prayer cards. Really, they're note cards. There are some uh, nicer-looking blue cards on the pur we had a few people write in some prayer requests last week if there's something on your heart that you want us to take to God uh, at the closing prayer scribble something uh, if you if it's private if you don't want your name mentioned just say that and I'll be reading them so I'll, I'll do my best to respect that my default will be not to mention who it's from but if you want me to say you it tell everybody I'm having a tough time or pray for me i got a doctor appointment whatever it is if something is on your mind, and you would like for us to pray with you? Please scribble it and put it in the what is that a wicker basket. When the collection is made, we'll separate them out and we'll happily go to prayer uh, to God in prayer for you. All of us need prayer all the time, so I really like the fact that we're now trying to make that just a normal part of our services here at Leslie Avenue. Glad those of you at are well <coughs> with us again. You were every bit as much a part of us as anyone here, so. Hope y'all had a great week. Uh, My apologies in advance for the fact that before we're done with the lesson today, every one of you is gonna be hearing, if you're of an appropriate age at all, the Jackson Brown song titled Running on Empty." And if you don't know that song, Google it, because then it'll be in your head the whole time. Uh, I won't ask for a, a show of hands as to who knows the song or not, But when I started developing this lesson, it's been playing in my crazy head on and off for a whole week. I can't get it out of my head either. So maybe we'll have to have a certain topic on a different song next week. Next week, so I have some hope of getting ready. Running on empty is really not about some rock singer who's going across the country, which is kind of what that song was apparently about. No, 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 not at all. Running on empty. And I thought what a great picture of a gas gauge. That's usually what mine looks like as i'm late to work and i know do i have enough gas to make it or not But running on empty what can we learn from this passage this morning that seemed a little different Rick read it to us and there it is let's look at it once more it's luke 11 24 through 26. when an evil spirit comes out of a person it, tra- it travels through dry places looking for a place to rest but when it finds no place it says well, i'll go back to the house i left when it comes back, it finds that house swept clean and made neat. Then the evil spirit goes out and brings seven other spirits, more evil than it is, and they go and live in there. So the person who the evil spirit had left from in the first place has even more trouble than before. I want you to know that the immediate context, the situation around this verse in Luke chapter 11, in the verses just before, back in Luke eleven fourteen, 14, Luke Jesus, rather, had removed a demon from a person. So it's in the minds of people who were around him. People in the first century seem to have been demon possessed. I really don't think that things like the exorcist stuff like that are real today I'm not really concerned about running into somebody personally who is possessed by an evil demon I just don't think that's really going on today if you disagree with me that's fine I'm I'm not going to don't whoop up on me I won't whoop up on you I just I don't think this is going on today in the same way it was when Jesus was walking the earth I believe demons were out and about back then so the apostles and Jesus could kick them out and make people realize wow look at the power of God but rather than rejoicing at the healing of someone there in Luke 11, some of those present had suggested that Jesus himself had a demon and used the power of the devil to cast the devils out. And Jesus responded with a very famous statement that uh, Abraham Lincoln had quoted that a kingdom or a house divided against itself cannot stand. If he is kicking out demons by the power of the devil, seems kind of strange, right? The devil's fighting against himself. You know, maybe if devil is doing that maybe we should be happy the devil is spending his time fighting against himself but he's like come on that doesn't make any sense then we get to this statement here in verses 24 through 26 about the demon being kicked out and coming back and finding the house all empty and clean what do we take from that and that's a hard hard couple of verses to just me. so here's a grim and terrible story jesus relates in those two verses person from whom an unclean spirit, the demon, had been kicked out. It wandered around seeking rest and found none and it decided to go back to the person that had been kicked out of it. When it got back, it found the person swept out and cleaned but empty. Empty. So the spirit went and collected seven other spirits, right, more evil than itself, whatever that means. And it came back and moved in and the person's last situation was worse than the first. All right i want you to consider this picture okay i think things look pretty grim here now my apologies if that is your fridge today if it is i have a suggestion of something would be a good use of your time this afternoon (laughs) How about that one maybe that's a college dorm fridge right i mean i looked in and zoomed in on this stuff there's a half used Bottle of some kind of like strawberry jam. Uh, Somewhere in there, there's meat just sitting on a. Whoo. Do you agree with me that that's a pretty grand picture? Okay. So, what do you do with it? Max or Emma, what would you do if you saw this? Vacuum it out. A, a clean it out, right? It. Vacuum it out. You've got a pretty huge vacuum to get that thing, right? Maybe a fire hose might be worth it. But if you just empty it out, then what do you have?
1: is that lot better,
0: right? It's empty, it doesn't have all that, whatever that stuff was, it may have been food in the past, but I don't think it was food anymore. It's empty, but it's not clean, right? So what's the problem? Here's here's what I wanna apply this to today. It's not simply enough to get rid of, to banish, to kick out evil thoughts, and evil habits and the old ways and leave our souls, our inner self, empty. An empty soul is a soul in peril. Think about the person that Jesus is talking about. I don't know if it was real or a story to make a point that a demon had been kicked out of and when the demon comes back, what does it find? It finds the person's empty. Right? It finds like this fridge. Now, the story does say Jesus says it was all clean. So, you know, they got some, what, what do you use? Formula 409. I might use some diesel fuel, to set fire to the thing out in the backyard. It's going to take a lot to clean this thing out. But the demon comes back and says, Great. It looks better than it was before. So, leaving ourselves, our inner selves empty, our souls empty by kicking out bad things, it's like having that fridge. Now, how do we tend to. To empty someone out. How do we do that? Well, too often you see this. We try to create a religion, an approach to going home to God that's based on negatives. If we only focus on things like this do not steal, do not lie, do not envy, do not hate, we've really just tried to empty the fridge. I'll tell you right now you cannot go home to God. simply by emptying the fridge. All right? If I learn about God, if I realize I need to get closer to God, and all I do if I have a problem with lying, is I stop lying, oh, it's great. I'm ready. Well, the fridge is empty, and that's not the way we go home to God. Now, it has to be clean and restocked. You can't leave it empty. That's really what you hope, right? After a good scrubbing with Formula 409 or Windex or whatever, if, if I'm a, a guy's doing this, it's whatever he can find, right? Lemon pledge, maybe, I don't know. You find something to spray on, it. it's gonna smell good anyway. That's the way it needs to be. So on the left side of the screen, I wanna argue that's the way some people seem to approach religion. Some people seem to approach God by simply trying to get rid of the bad stuff. i got a problem with my temper. Right? I won't lose my temper anymore. i got a problem chasing men or chasing women. I won't do that anymore. But if you just get rid and focus on don't, negatives, then the fridge is empty and it's not filled with anything. You can't sim- simply empty somebody to heaven. You can't do it. It is true, don't get me wrong, it is true, we need to get rid of our sinful, evil ways. I mean, God's pretty specific saying, don't lie anymore, I need to do that, right? But you have to fill the empty space left behind when you get rid of the negative things, get rid of the sinful ways, get rid of the hurtful, hateful things that we had been doing. You have to fill it with good things. Here comes another picture, it's not quite as gruesome as the first one. Consider this flower garden right here. That, believe it or not, that is a picture of a flower garden. What's the problem with that? Yeah? Too many weeds, Too many weeds right? In fact, maybe, maybe there's one flower over there that's, that's a pink. Although oh, it could be a thistle. Thistles are pink or purple. But that's hard, that's my flower garden. That's like my front yard sometimes in the past. You can't simply pull out the weeds either. If I pulled out all the weeds of this, what would be left? Dirt and maybe that one pink thing, right? What's going to happen? First of all, weeds are going to come back. If I just pull out the weeds, sooner or later, the weeds are going to come back. So that's the problem. If I just empty the fridge, if I just empty my soul of my evil habits, what's probably going to happen? They'll slowly seep back in. The prettiest gardens, <laughs> that's, that's not mine.
1: The prettiest gardens
0: often are so full of flowers, there's no room for weeds. There's no room for anything else to come in. You can't simply pull the weeds. You've got to fill the garden until the space is full. So I want you to think again about this idea of running on empty. We will never. I don't use never very often, but I'm going to here. We will never become good by not doing things. Does that make sense? You understand what I'm saying? Just because I don't lie, doesn't mean I become good. Just because I don't steal, doesn't mean I become good. Not being evil doesn't make you good, you're simply not evil best way to avoid evil is by doing good. The best way to not have the fridge that's the nightmare on fridge street or something, right? Is to clean it out and put good things in there. Let's have a cheesecake. Let's have a roast. Let's have whatever Robbie made today, which was fabulous. Filling with good things. Otherwise, from a personal perspective, I'm just an empty fridge. I want you to consider what Paul says right here. We do need to get rid of these bad, evil things, but you cannot empty somebody to heaven. You've got to fill them with good things. All right, so here you go Colossians 3. He does say, notice how he starts off, so put all evil things out of your life. You do need to empty the fridge. Mm-hmm. Put all these evil things out of your life. What? sexual sinning that's broad it's meant to be very broad get rid of it if you question is this sexual sinning just to conclude it probably is if there's any remote question at all this ought to cover it that's how broad a topic that is doing evil that sounds pretty broad too right was this nice was this good doing evil put it out of your life Sexual sinning, doing evil, letting evil thoughts control you, wanting things that are evil and greed. Also put these things out of your life. If one of these first things didn't get me, look at the next set. He says, empty the fridge, right? Anger, bad temper, doing or saying things to hurt others. I might have made it this far. Doing or saying things to hurt others. And using evil words, bad words when you talk. And then he ends it, do not lie to one another. Don't pretend to be something you're not. It is important to empty the fridge. But, we're not supposed to be running on empty. Once you've emptied the fridge, you can't stay empty. He continues right on in Colossians 3. God has chosen you and made you his holy people. He loves you. So you should always clothe yourselves with. Ah, wait, see, here's the stuff that needs to go in the fridge. You should clothe yourselves with mercy. We talked about that Wednesday night in our Wednesday class. Be merciful to others. I have a merciful outlook. I want God to be merciful to me. That isn't going to happen unless I am merciful to other people. Clothe yourselves with mercy. Kindness. Two choices. If you can't tell ahead of time which choice to make, ask is one kinder than the other and choose that one. Humility. That's all part of it. You're more important than I am. You're more important than I am. Remember, God first, others second. <clears throat> I'm at the bottom. Humility. Gentleness. I- I've been around people before that the only way they can tell you stuff is to charge you. Boom, right? well you're just a fool, or you're just a failure, or you're just terrible. Blunt talk. Okay, I- that in a work environment, I know sometimes maybe you're trying to shock a person to do better, Outside of a work environment where you're a subordinate and a superior or whatever, you know, outside of it, look for a way to be gentle and kind and to be patient. The fridge may be empty. I need to find a way to squeeze that in. Be patient. And I think when we lose patience with somebody, again, it's we're out of order here. God others me. <clears throat> I tried to put me on a higher shelf in the fridge than the other people. Bear with one another. Some, some translations say put up with one another. Some of you do a great job of putting up with me. Put up with one another. Forgive each other. Forgive each other. Kind of goes along with showing mercy. Do I want God to forgive me? I need to forgive other people. If someone does wrong to you, forgive that person. Why? Why should I forgive Billy Bob? Why should I forgive this person? Because the Lord forgave you. Even more than all this, and this is really the, the ribbon around the fridge, if you will, clothe yourselves in love. <clears throat> clothe yourselves in Question this morning I, I it's, a, it's a very simple question are you running on empty have you been focusing on getting rid of behaviors that you've heard God doesn't want but have you been running trying to run your life with simply an empty fridge even if it's cleaned out if so you need to come home to God and start filling your life with With all these good qualities that come from the spirit living within us. Only you and God know whether your life is running on empty If you understand who God is, if you know what Jesus did for you, he said to turn away from living for yourself, repent the fancy word for that, and then to... Die to your old ways by being buried in water so that He will forgive your sins. If you've done that and you're still kind of running on empty, that's what prayer is all about. Pray to God to ask forgiveness for things in the past and strength to do better tomorrow. God doesn't care what you did yesterday, He cares what you do right now. So the message today is please, if there's some way we can help, come home to God today and know joy. Fill your fridge. Together we stand and